Welcome to the podcast. This is Mead, but my name is not Mead. It's a pseudonym because this podcast should be about ideas, not an individual. We've all been working at home, most of us anyway, for a number of weeks now. And in that period of time, we've been doing a lot of networking. We've been talking to business leaders all over the country. And this past week represented really a period of transitioning, in our cases, from defense to offense. Our eyes have come up from the floor, looking back out through the windshield, trying to understand what's on the road ahead, and all the way out to the horizon, where frankly, we see green pastures once we get there. We are not going to go back to 100% of the things that we were doing before this pandemic, that's for sure. And the question is, where may some opportunities lie on that front? One of those opportunities is clearly going to be work at home. We're gonna drill down into that a little bit here. What we found is work at home is actually working very well in most cases for those employees who can. In fact, it's working better. We found many instances of productivity going up, employees being happier, or both. And the question is, why is that happening? There's some gravity going back in time to the days of the rotary phone with a cord connected, connecting it to a base, connecting a, a, the base to a wall on a desk in some conventional area. And that gravity is the mindset associated with it. The mindset probably takes place in two forms. One, we've always done it that way. Or two, everybody does it that way now, so it must be the best way to do it. And of course, this mindset has lingered until the shutdown that forced us to look at things in a different way. Initially, it's very, very true that most entrepreneurs, business owners, executives were concerned about the productivity of their employees in a work at home environment. And that's a rational concern. I'm going to get back to productivity a little bit later, but first drill down into what we could have discovered over a decade ago, given the advances of mobile and remote technology. Uh, we could have discovered just how antiquated that gravity really had become. The notion of conventional offices for all employees and things of that nature. This pandemic will be a tipping point. Some things are going to change forever. And many of those things are going to be changes for the better. It really took something big like this, this unmasked scenario of work at home, for us to even have a chance to see what this might look like. Now, some employees have to work on site, clearly. Restaurants, warehouses, fulfillment centers, automobile de detailing operations, uh, construction trades, things of that nature. But there's a significant percentage that do not. And you might find these types of employees in accounting, inside sales, human resources, marketing, a number of functions in those specialties can work anywhere. So why exactly, why will there be many more at-home workers post-pandemic? Imagine employees that do not have to work on site eliminating 10 rush hour commutes from their week. 
it's probably on average about 10 hours a week of their life that they get back, depending on urban location and so forth. They would save certain costs, obviously, vehicle related, fuel, maintenance, probably insurance. But think for a moment about the stress that that would take out of those employees' lives. Think what that might do to their mental health. And let's say for conversation's sake, 25% of employees post-pandemic work at home. That's 25% fewer vehicles on the roads. That's a decrease in wasted time, traffic accidents, fatalities, pollution, the list goes on. Benefits to employers, there are several. And I realize I'm jumping around a little bit, but let's get back to at least as as productive, if not more productive employees being happier. When they're happier, they're more loyal. When they're more loyal, turnover goes down. When turnover goes down, so do onboarding expenses, which is a big number that can either be dropped to the bottom line or used for more aggressive pricing or some combination of the two. Office space requirements in terms of expense obviously go down. I won't go through those that kind of detail. And then the rush hour itself, the cost of that rush hour to the employee inevitably de facto is in their compensation. Get, I'll get back to that a little bit more later, but it's also in prices that people pay for things. People will work going forward in many cases for less material compensation and more emotional compensation. Freedom, the latitude. In many cases, it's not important when something gets done. It's important that it gets done. The capacity to hire globally, huge. Impediments will be removed, geography being the main issue. That business in Albuquerque will no longer be limited to the best available talent in Albuquerque or trying to recruit the best available talent they can from elsewhere and convince them to leave their family and friends and so forth, and then pay for an expensive relocation once they decide to come and work for them. Results are the issue here, not necessarily the regimen to get the results and achieve the results. Assuming, of course, ethical principles, quality of work, all that sort of, sort of stuff. Look back at personal expenses for employees. Childcare is a huge one. And in some cases, this could be reduced or avoided. After school childcare, summertime childcare, big, big number for those dual income families. Another reason specifically that people might work for less material compensation because they have more freedom and emotional compensation. They would save money on lunches five days a week, going out to eat, those that do. They could save money on a wardrobe expenses. The list goes on and on and on, but let's circle back to productivity for a moment. People being concerned about productivity with at-home workers. There are two reasons people are hired by businesses. One is the business does not have the capacity through personnel and other resources, the time to do certain things. And secondly, they don't have the expertise to do certain things. These certain things, by and large, can be measured. And it will be obvious if there is an abuse or underperformance issue. We're talking about human beings, of course, so there will be issues. But my sense is that the percentage of those issues will decline. Job descriptions will evolve on-site and at home. On-site 
workers will shed many activities that can be done at home. At-home workers will cross-train and have multi-departmental functions doing administrative work that can be done at home to minimize the amount of that work that needs to be done with on-site employees. The designation of at-home or on-site will be a primary constraint for employees going forward. Companies that do not embrace this, at least to the extent that they can, will be at a competitive disadvantage, both on the expense front and the cultural front. There are, of course, myriad details to sort out, and many of those details are being sorted out by default right now. And of course, this will evolve like a fractal going forward for a long, long time. It may not be a workable or a desirable process forward for many executives, business owners, and so forth, probably because change is so painful, but it's permanent. The notion that a significant percentage of workers on this planet will work at home is here to stay. And I believe the examples provided in this podcast will prove to only scratch the surface in the future. This is the first episode of my first podcast ever, so please forgive its shortcomings. The intended theme for this podcast is something along the lines of not-so-random thoughts from a grateful mind and soul, hopefully with a dose of pragmatically positive perspective and contemplation that may or may not be of use somewhere else in the universe. I'm big on gratitude, so thank you for listening. I'm big on latitude, so never stop contemplating, learning, and growing. I'm big on attitude, so maintain a pragmatically positive perspective, and today is a great day to be alive.